Introducing D'Addario's DIY Cable Kit with Mini Plugs. Each cable kit makes up to five top quality custom patch cables. Turns out your board doesn't have to be so packed after all. Hey, this is Rebecca Dirks for PremierGuitar.com. We're here for a very special rig rundown with Jared Scharf. We're actually on the set of Saturday Night Live, where you play guitar every week. Uh, if you tune in, you can see him in the back of the monologue, and sometimes you throw it off to commercial as well. So uh, we're going to check out the gear that you're using for the show. You want to start with the guitars that you use? Sure. Um, I've been using uh, Fano guitars for a long time. Um, I hooked up with the dentist probably about two or three seasons ago and actually my friend James Valentine who you did a rig rundown on um, Dennis made a guitar for him and I played it because James was also playing the show with Maroon 5 and Dennis was like well you want to try out the JM6 that I made for James and then you can just give it to him when you see him like the next week or whatever I was like yeah sure I played it that night and it was amazing and I was like okay like I need one of these and uh, so since then we've been we've been playing guitars. This is my second jam six. I'm actually missing a string right now. I broke one la at the end of the last episode, and I totally forgot about it. So I haven't actually changed the string yet, but uh, it will eventually get changed. And um, see, this is my second jam six. I'm about to uh, play one of the Phanospheres actually this Saturday, um, and probably a lot next season as well because the season's almost over. So that'll be cool. So I'll have those two up. And then I also have this red telly right here, which is um, a KLH Custom Relics, um, which is uh, this guy Kevin Heffernan, who is in Indianapolis. And it's great. It's great sounding telly. And these are like the two main guys that I've been playing on the show. Most people will probably recognize this because I've pretty much been playing this for about a season and a half, you know, mostly. Um, that's it. I've played, I've played uh, Fred Armisen's Fano. When he, also the first night he got it, Dennis came, brought it to Fred, and I played it on the show, and I gave it to Fred, and then Fred played it for one of the sketches later on in that show, it was pretty fun. So yeah, you know, that's pretty much what I've been rocking on the show these days. And since you're not really doing, you know, like, your songs or something like that, what, what kind of is the biggest consideration for you, just like, looks, comfort, tone, I mean, you, you're not really going for specific tones necessarily, right? Right. Um, the gig is really diverse. I have to play a lot of variety of music. So really, honestly, I just want something that is comfortable to me and can kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, I've been a Strat guy most of my life, and that's pretty flexible. And then I started using this. And what I love about the Fanos is that, at least with the JM6, and I'd say like a majority of his guitars, but definitely the JM6, the bridge kind of has like a Gibson kind of P90, a little bit of a bark Gibson kind of attitude where if I go to the middle pickup or neck, it the middle is definitely kind of like a stratty, bright tone, and then the neck is almost kind of a little jazz master meets strat. So you kind of really get a lot of different tonal variations, which is really important because like, we do jazz tunes, we do rock funk tunes, we do like just rock riff based stuff, we do straight up blues songs like blues shuffles and all kinds of things. So 
I just want something that's comfortable. They don't really bother me about look. No one's ever said anything to me about, don't play that guitar, like, because it's this color. You know, they just, I think they like when I, when I have different guitars and I think it's interesting to the audience, but I go by look, I go by uh, feel, how it sounds, and if the guitar feels good to me and it inspires me to play it, really. So then what are you, what are you plugging into as far as amps go? Uh, this is the guy that I've been using for the last three plus years on the show. It's my 65 Monterey. Um, if you have a Monterey, feel free to try out, the, <laughs> try out these settings. That's what I use. Um, although I'm cranking the treble a bit more these days. Maybe it's my hearing or just different things. But So this is the guy that I've been using. I've used this a lot outside of the show, too. It's pretty much my main amp right now. I, I took this to Russia when I filled in for James for a Maroon 5 show with those guys. And uh, I've played this at Carnegie Hall, all kinds of places. So it sounds amazing. So I use this guy. This is my backup. It's a Soho. I've actually never used it on the show yet. It's just kind of more of a backup. Me and Dan from 65 have been talking about doing, getting a producer here, which I really am interested because in. I just want like the Fender style 6v6 kind of amp and then an EL, you know, 84 style. So just have a little bit of a different sound thing. So I think we're going to do that. And then this is actually my, the first amp I used on the show, which is a Bruno Super Lead 100. And I used that for about my first season, maybe a little after that i'm not sure but then i i you know i met dan and all those guys and i i loved this amp and kind of been using this all right and so down here you've got a whole little array of pedals can you tell us what's going on on this board sure this is my ever-changing snl pedal board it's a little sloppy that's because um usually a lot of pedals over here have been swapped out and being changed and i kind of tried a lot of different overdrive pedals different fuzz pedals different um, boost pedals. This is the uh, JHS Mini Bomb that I've been trying out recently, and it sounds fantastic. I used to use that Polka Dot Uno Moss by uh, Homebrew, which is a little more of a MOSFET uh, preamp boost. So it's, they have different sounds that I actually would eventually like to have both of them on the board because they do different things. But I've been trying that out. Um, this is the T-Rex replica I've been using. I, I got five years ago. Um, and I kind of sounds great, so I've just been using it ever since. But I, I I love delay pedals. I have too many that I use all the time outside of here. And this just happened to be on this board, and it's been working good. This Ultra Vibe is by Sweet Sound. This is one of my favorite Univibe sounding pedals that I've ever played. And back in the day when I when I checked out this company, it was really them and Full Tone were the only ones that were really making these kind of pedals. And um, I just think, think this sounds amazing. So I've been using that probably for the last five years. This is my Tap a Whirl by John Cusack. Uh, it's an amazing tremolo pedal. It can do so many things that I couldn't even tell you the half of what they are because it's so intense. And I just really use it for a standard temp, uh, tremolo. But what, what's really cool is there's a tap like you can see like if I tap the light changes so that's really useful to have on this gig with all the different kind of so you know songs and tempos and if you hold it it slows down you hold it again it speeds up so it's kind of almost like a Leslie this is some really fun little things right on the fly and it has a million sounds this is a um, analog man chorus pedal I actually hate chorus pedals but I love this chorus pedal 
I, I actually use it for a faux Leslie effect, kind of more of like that organ kind of sound, and it sounds amazing. Um, Keely modded Tube Screamer, probably the best modded Tube Screamer I've heard. I've loved, loved this. This is my Ultimate Fuzz Octave. I just put this on the board two shows ago just to check it out. I've used this pedal for years just for recordings and whatever else, but never at the show. It sounds great. A lot of times I swap out a lot of Analog Man fuzz pedals like the Peppermint Fuzz, the Sunface Fuzz, and other, other companies' fuzz pedals. I really can't get enough fuzz pedals. And that's the JHS Morning Glory. I've been swapping out with the uh, Tube Screamer a lot, so it's a really great transparent overdrive pedal. Then I have my RMC Wah, which is actually an SNL custom, is what he calls it. I basically asked him to do the Hendrix Electric Ladyland sound, which he did, and it sounds awesome. And then usually over here I have a bunch of pedals that will kind of hang out outside of my board that I will swap in and out. Um, you know, whether it's the Uno Moss, I've been using the BB Plus for a bunch of years on the show, and a lot of times different fuzz pedals like Analog Man, Sunface, or Peppermint Fuzz, stuff like that. And that's pretty much it on the pedal front. And, you know, I usually, sometimes I just try out different pedals just for fun, just to do something different for a show. And it usually lives in that kind of area. And, and then I've been doing Lava Cables. That's, that's like the newest change on the board. So I've been, this whole board will be wired up soon with Lava Cable, which I'm really excited about because it's kind of messy right now. And I've been using the Lava Cables from out of the board and into the guitar, into the amp. And last thing, I guess... While we're over here is my straps. I've been using the Moody straps, which have the suede background, which like for me is really important because when I'm on camera and you sit, I don't know, like you know, this happens to you, but it happens to me all the time. When you sit down, the straps just fall off your shoulder. So the suede kind of like makes a grip. So when I'm on monologue, you know, I don't want to be like fixing my strap all the time. So it's important that. And um what else? I'm doing the D'Addario strings, 11 gauge, even though, like I said, I'm missing the string right now, which I'll eventually have to put on before the next show. But, uh, yeah. I imagine you just tune standard. Yep, standard tuning. Um, that's pretty much it. Just have a tuner over there and really straightforward. And you're using pedal train pedal board there? Yes, that is a pedal, pedal train pedal board. I've had that since the beginning of the show, so it's been here for five years. And I might be getting a bigger one. I'm not sure. I'm still in the process of like figuring out the next rig kind of thing. And uh, that's a foot switch for the Monterey? Yep, that controls the bump channel, which I have set to basically stun. It's like on 10, like bump and like volume is like 10, 10. But it sounds awesome. Yeah, so that just lives off the board, and I just kind of do that all the time. Uh, what are you using as far as picks go? I'm using uh, these Dunlop .73 millimeter. I've been using these since I was in high school, like when I was a kid, basically. So I've been using these for like, I don't even know, 12 years, 15 years, something like that. I don't even know. I'm 32 now. So um, so it's that's pretty much what I've been using. Nothing crazy. Now, we're going to talk about in a second where this goes um, back there. Yeah. But before we hit that, I want to talk about um, your monitors, both your mix here and then uh, mm -hmm. how you're using the actual monitor there. So this is um, basically my own mixer. Um, and I control how much level everyone in the band is. It's all in-ears. So actually, my amp is not on stage. And the only way I can hear myself is through these in-ear monitors and so this is like you know drum level obviously pretty hot bass pretty hot guitar is really hot and then everything else starts to kind of like go down 
you know, um, that's Lenny Pickett, the band leader. So he's pretty, pretty much right up front. And I'll pan out different, you know, Barry sax, like out, you know, alto sax. I'll pan people out so that they're in different places. This is the talk back. So when, when our music conductor has to tell us just end on the last chord or go to this section or change here, it's pretty much like we have to just do it. And then that's pretty much it. That's, so that's, that's my rig. I use this monitor when I have to do sketches where I'm playing guitar mim and miming someone. Like if Bill Hader is playing fake guitar or Fred Armisen's playing guitar and I'm playing with him or, you know, in a sketch where say someone like Ashton Kutcher comes and like is playing guitar but he's not actually playing. You might think he is, but it's actually me playing the part and I'm watching this screen to kind of like make sure that we're all in sync and everything. Now, when Fred plays, he does sometimes play himself. Fred typically plays... Actually, Fred always plays. I usually just add to what he's doing, but Fred always plays. All right, well, let's um, head back through those doors and check out your, uh, your cabinet situation. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to take you back behind the stage. This is actually where the host walks out, but we're now walking in. Take you through these curtains. Back here. It's like the Wizard of Oz. And this is basically the dungeon... This is where my cabinet lives in this wood box out over here. Um, also doubles as a nice stand for lots of crap, apparently. Um, and this is the Leslie cabinet for the organ player. And just a lot of gear basically gets stored back here. Uh, what kind of cabinet are you using? This is a Little Elvis, 65 amp Little Elvis 1x12, I believe. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, and it sounds ripping. It's awesome. So it's getting dark. They're setting up for rehearsal, so we uh, better split. Thank you very much for taking some time to show us the rig and how you got set up for SNL here. My pleasure. Glad to have you. Thanks, Jared. This is Rebecca Dirks for PremierGuitar.com.